welcome back again to this episode, episode 9, which is for February 17th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, this is where I'm sharing my journey uh, and uh, reading the book for the Daily Stoic. Every day, every day is one podcast daily. And the book is about the 366 meditations on wisdom, perseverance, and the art of living by Ryan Holiday and Stephen Hanselman. Um, if you have not listened to episode, the last episode, episode eight, feel free to to do that. To do that, um, as I'm recording this uh, today is actually February 18 because I missed two episode uh, for February 16. And seventeen, so I'm going to go back per episode per day. So uh, this is what happened with this episode, which is episode nine, and it is for February seventeen. And I'm on page fifty seven for the month of February. It's about patience and emotions. So um, just uh. A summary before we begin. I'm going to read for the quote on February 17, and then going back to read something on February, uh, uh, January 15 and January 16. And after that, I'm going to share with you about what did I learn in my uh, real estate course, the online uh, online uh, course that I'm currently taking and. Going to look at what in chapter two. Okay, let's continue with uh, reading this uh, page. Uh, February seventeen, the enemy of happiness. It is quite impossible to unite happiness with a yearning for what we don't have. Happiness has all that it wants. And resembling the well-fed, there shouldn't be hunger or thirst. Epictetus Discourse 3.24.17 Let's look at the scenario. I'm just going to continue reading, okay? Uh, I'll be happy when I graduate, we tell ourselves. I'll be happy when I get that this promotion. When this diet pays off, when I have the money that my parents never had, conditional happiness is what psychologists call this kind of thinking. Like the horizon, you can walk for miles and miles and never reach it. You won't even get any closer. Eagerly anticipating some future event, passionately imagining something you desire. Looking forward to some happy scenario, as pleasurable as this thing might seem, they ruin your chance at happiness here and now. Locate that yearning for more, better someday, and see it for what it is—the enemy of your contentment. Choose it or your happiness, as Epictetus say, the two are not compatible. I hope this makes sense to you because it makes sense to me. 
I, I do realize uh, and I've heard this kind of thing often I mean I mean I remember when I used to be like this you know like I say if I have that iPhone uh, 12 I'll be happy but once I have that it doesn't really make me happy because when we try to tell ourselves that we can be happy birth condition like you know this is like a you are giving like condition for your own brain to feel happiness once you have something it's not going to work i did it i mean i experienced it it's not going to work so one one best way in in my opinion uh how i i help myself to be not to put that uh, you know condition condition and try to be happy is that just to live as is i am so grateful with what what i have right now i mean uh, i have a house i have uh, a job i know that i don't have so much money but i don't use that as the reason for me not to be happy because i think the happiness is in the living i remember that i read this one story and i think it makes sense with what uh, epictetus want to uh, say in this on this page is about the someone who is looking for uh, for the big scene I, i'm not sure if this is a real story or not but that person try to to try to find a big and huge scene and when they arrive you know the wise person told him this is the scene and his response was that did i what i can see is just the water think about it it is true you know sometimes we always see that the grass is always greener on the other side but once you arrive on the other side the other side it doesn't look look that it doesn't look that green to you because you have it and then maybe someone outside of you would would say would say that oh it's easy for you because you have it and that's why you know like you don't you don't put yourself in my in my shoes to me th- that kind of response is that uh, i understand on his on that person respond but uh, it just a matter of how you look at things you know like if you look at things if you be grateful for the things even if even if you don't have money think about the what are the things that uh, you have right now that will that will like give you peace in yourself if you can do that um, even if you're so poor you would still find the happiness if you don't put condition to get the happiness that's that that is really huge because if you said that if i married that girl you know if let's say this is just an example right if you, if
if you tell yourself if I marry that girl I'll be happy let's say if you marry that girl and then you found out she's not the, the really the person that you want then it, it, it going to make you become so miserable because you put so high of expectation that she's going to be that like angel great beautiful whatever but then she's not what you imagine so I think that is what happened with everyone like all of us most of us is like we we set so high of expectation that materialistic can make us happy let me know if you think of this concept or you feel that you know you would still need something to be happy you know like we, we definitely we can have a discussion on this or if you're interested you can be with me on my podcast and we can discuss this we can argue we can share our experience let me know what you think and you know feel free to email me at alisa irina at gmail.com if you want to share some of your thoughts and um story or experience that you have related to this topic or related to anything that you want to share okay uh, i think we should move on to the what's uh for what's on january 17 but um but just you know think 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 about this topic that you don't really need something to be happy enjoy the moment enjoy what you have uh, and be grateful of, of what you have it will make you happy all right uh january 17 which is on page 25 reboot the real work i'm your teacher and you are learning in my school my aim is to bring you a completion unhindered free from compulsive behavior unrestrained unrestrained without shame free flourishing and happy looking to God in things great and small your aim is to learn and diligently practice all these things why then don't you complete the work if you have the right aim and i have both the right aim and right preparation what is missing the work is quite feasible and is the only thing in your power let go of the past we must only begin believe me and you will see epictetus discourse 2.19.29-34 let's continue reading do you remember in school or early in your life being afraid to try something because you feared you might fail at it i still sometimes i still feel that way and i'm sure that most of us i mean this is just me reflection and i'm sure most of us most of us will feel will feel that way especially um just you know like a okay let's just me let let me just finish reading what's on this page 25 and then we can we can discuss and i can share what my thoughts are most teenagers choose fool, to fool uh, to fool around rather than accept themselves half-heartedly I'm sorry. Half-hearted, lazy effort give them a ready-made excuse. It doesn't matter. I wasn't even trying. As we get older, failure is not so ins- 
inconsequential anymore. What at stake is not some arbitrary grade or intramural sports trophy, but the quality of your life and your ability to deal with the world around you. Don't let that intimidate you though. You have the best teacher you have the best teacher in the world, the wisest philosophers who ever lived. And not only are you capable, the professor is asking for something very simple. Just begin the work. The rest follows. Yeah, very simple. Sometimes we overthink. Yes, sometimes we overthink. We analyze everything. We analyze even our first step. Because you are not you, you and I, most of us. We are so afraid to fail, and that's why we're doing that. I don't, I don't think that that is totally wrong. I mean, you need to think before you take action. But a lot of people are. I mean, a lot of people that they don't take action just because they are so afraid to fail. That is, that is not right. That is why that this is not. Not, not right. So on this page, uh, Epictetus is trying to tell us that you know, like, like, just, just begin, just start, just take your baby step, because the rest will follow. Until I, I, until you, you take that, that baby step, until you begin the work, you know, nothing will, nothing will, will ever happen. I mean, it's okay to fail, you know, fail and fail and fail, but never ever give up. Um, if you remember in the past episodes, you know, I when I talk about uh, about about this um, about my journey to become a real estate agent. Of course, before I take, before I sign up to pay for the to register for the course I did I did think you know I think everything I laid down everything all the all the money that I have to spend you know like from beginning to the end until I get my license and then after I have to after I got my license I have to pay for the all the fees that is included which is part of the job you know I count that it's not saying that you know just just bluntly go and do stuff without even thinking no you shouldn't do that uh, either what you have to do is to be balanced you know think research and then take action when I mean like if you balance everything I think it's going to be fine and don't be afraid to fail uh, don't don't be too hard on yourself uh, and you know, love yourself. That's always be my philosophy. Uh, that you, you and and I, we we both, we all have to love ourselves. We do. We don't don't be too harsh on ourselves. But when I say that, it doesn't mean you you like you know you don't take action at all because you you love yourself so much and you don't want to feel that is wrong you don't you you don't do that you know like uh, i'm sorry <laughs> i feel like sometimes i am too babbly i just start without even thinking yeah if you listen to my promo for the po- podcast it, it, you 
well you know maybe some of my reaction some of my reflection are compulsive you know I, I just say it without even thinking it could happen um, I may be wrong of the things that I believe in but but I think it's fine you know like uh, we live in a free world we we should be open to have our own opinion to be success if you want to grow yourself you know read this kind of book and try to digest try to think what is the message behind each each of this paragraph each of these words because they will teach us a lot and take action for the things that you can after you think you know do not just act without thinking all right and uh, that's for January 17 reboot the real work or in other words that you know begin the work uh, let go of the past and um, start doing something either with your life or your work or the, your goal or whatever that you decide that you want to do with your life all right so let's proceed for what's on January 18 See the world like a poet and and an artist. Pass through this brief patch of time in harmony with nature and come to your final resting place gracefully, just as a ripened olive might drop, praising the earth that nourished it and grateful to the tree that gave it growth. Marcus Aurelius Meditation 4.48.2 There is a stunningly beautiful turn of phrase in Marcus' meditation, a surprising treat considering the intended audience, just himself. In one passage, he praised the charm and allure of nature's process, the stalk of ripe grain bending low, the frowning brow of the lion, the foam dripping from the ball the ball's mouth we should thank private rhetoric teacher marcus cornelius fronto for the imaginary in this vivid passage fronto widely considered to be rome best orator beside cicero was chosen by marcus adopted father to teach marcus to think and write and speak more than just pretty phrases they gave him and now us a powerful perspective on ordinary or seemingly unbeautiful events it take an artist's eye to see that the end of life is not unlike a ripe fruit falling from its tree it takes a poet to notice the way baking bread split in places and those cracks while not intended in the baker's art catch our eye and serve to stir our appetite and find a metaphor in them this is clarity and joy in seeing what others can't see in finding grace and harmony in places others overlook isn't that far better than seeing the world as some dark place What do you think? To me, uh, 
I think this is it's all bring back to how you see things, how your perspective. Like when people are talking about a glass half full or a glass half empty, you know which one are you? Are you a type of person who look at the glass and half empty or half full glass? I mean, just just reflect on that. You know, like. Which way, which angle do you see first? Do you see that glass is half full, or do you see that gla- glass is half empty? The same with with what happened with the world around us. You know, when you see, uh, yeah, everything, even the simple things that happen around you. You know, just try to, yeah. Try to see the beauty, even in a, a, a common thing that happened around us, in the nature that happened around us. Uh, one one simple example that I can give is about you know like even when I look at the wave on the beach, it gave me peace. It gave me the a sense of a sense of. Uh, I don't know serenity a sense of it's like it's soothing it's kind of like it it's like it can wipe all the problem that I have just by looking at the waves and the sea and the beach and the tree or sometimes when I look at the squirrel that play around uh, you know in my front yard that give me feel uh, peacefulness and joy and happiness all of this uh, this uh, three pages that we just read you know what happened for uh, it's not what happened what's on February 17 January uh, 17 and February and January 18 is very interconnected it's bring to one big point of you know of of happiness that's that's my conclusion uh, for today's episode okay so before i forget i just want to uh, share with you a little bit about the current uh, online courses that i'm taking right now and what what did i learn like last night when i was uh, doing this chapter 2 chapter 2 is about real estate license law some of the questions that, i mean some of the concept that i learned in this um, is called the freeze caveat caveat emptor which mean that let the buyer beware this is very uh, This is very important important concept. I mean, I've I've like this is like this house. This is my second experience of buying house. Like in the house that I'm currently living in, I bought this house last year, right? And this was my second house that I bought. But I did not hear this phrase at all from my agent that I was working at that time. 
the freeze, caveat, and toll. It means let the buyer beware. What it means is really is that whatever that we purchase, I mean in terms of real estate that we purchase, it is buy as is. So that's why it was very very important if you are thinking of buying a house or you make want to make some investment, you have to you yourself as a buyer you have to do that uh, inspection, that appraisal, uh, working with the the licensed people to make sure the house that you bought that you will buy are are a good condition because you know like in for. For the law, as as far as the law concerned, it is the responsibility of the buyer. You know, we we when we buy property, we buy as it is. So that to me is very very important topic. I didn't know that uh, at that time, which I thought uh, is you know like if something happened with the house, maybe we can. Uh, back and you know make the blame for the seller i don't know why i thought that way but you know like it's that's not really what it is once you in the contract it is the responsibility of the buyer uh, to inspect the property uh, and get out from the contract if you find any problem What else did I learn on uh, as as far as as the topic uh, for this um, this chapter? Okay. Well, uh, I can read you uh, some of the quiz question. You know, like this, like for example, this question, question twelve, is giving me a scenario. Uh, like Joe is an appraisal graduate student at a state university. He is sent to a place farmer's dorm property because it is such a good property. Joe asks Tom to list the property for sale. Does Joe need a real estate, a real estate license? What do you think is the correct answer? The first option is no because Joe is a graduate student at university. He is exempt for having a license. Second choice, no, Joe is just doing appraisal work and help uh, helping the farmer out. Uh, third choice, yes, he needs a license because all appraisal students need license. And the last choice, yes, he needs a license because he wants he wants to list the property, not just appraise it. And guess what? The correct answer is number four. I mean the fourth choice which, which is yes he need a license because he want to list the property not just appraise it uh, in this case he would become a seller agent and because of that he would need a license uh, in this scenario I mean the only thing that make it there is a, a Restriction: If Joe is a, a student at a state university doing a real estate study, then yes, he's covered. He doesn't have to be a license because, uh, like his field, 
is the real estate but in this case he's just a, like a regular graduate student is not even mentioned in what in what field so that make him yes he need a license for that one i find that very interesting question just because at first i was thinking is this a trick question you know like he could be a real estate student but it doesn't state in the question that he is a real estate student so that's why i go with the fourth option that yes he need a license um again i'm just sharing uh, this quiz i'm not you know like uh, complaining or anything like that um and i got the, i got it right so i think that that's good i'm happy because it's i i, I got the question correct um I I also know that you know like uh, it's not for everyone to lease a property you you do have to have a license that is one of the important thing that I learned from this chapter for anyone to be involved with a sale or t- uh, of 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 a property you do have to have a license scenario which i i do find this is interesting as well but i feel that this is more straightforward scenario um a person owns her own company specializing in negotiating sales of property for buyers and sellers she does not take listing or show property does she need a real estate license to do this option 1 She does not need a license because she owns the company. License two. She does not need a license because she was not selling property. Option three. She need a license because she owns her own company. And option D. She need a license because she negotiate sales between buyer, buyers and sellers. And the correct answer is the last one. Yes, she need a license because she negotiate sales between buyers and seller. Uh, I don't think I want to, you know, read all 23 question with you, but this is very interesting if you're thinking yourself about becoming a real estate agent. Uh, I think it's going to be a good uh, experience. definitely a good uh, a good topic uh, to learn even just to even just to uh, for for you know for for the knowledge sake but I wouldn't do I'm not doing that just for the knowledge because my plan is to become a real estate agent and you know become a buyer agent and after that maybe become a seller agent and get my feet in the, in this field and buy a lot of rental properties and become a real estate investor so those are my goals in the next 5 years um as i'm looking at this uh, chapter 2 uh, i just want to uh, like recap about uh, the, some of the topics that uh, I've learned last night 
I did this last night just before I went to bed and that's why I was so super super tired after I finished the quiz and didn't have any energy to do the podcast uh, and I apologize for that other things that i i learned in this is like a like a uh, three types of real estate license which is they call like a, a, the lowest one which is the sale associate i shouldn't say a lowest one but it's more like a beginning level the it's called sale associate which is that is what i'm doing right now like pre licensing to become a sale associate and then uh, Above that is a broker, and then, well, as it's broker is number 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 three. Uh, the second one is like the like the higher level a little bit after the after the sale associate is called broker associate, and then a broker. Uh, in terms of definition, you know, a sale associate. It's a person who provides real estate service for another for a compen- compensation under the direction, control and management of a broker. A broker associate is a licensed broker who chooses to work as a sale associate under the direction of another broker and the highest one of course a broker which is a person who provides real estate service for another for a compensation. A sale associate or a broker associate must always operate under the direction and guidance of broker. So this is not like once, even once I have a uh, a real estate license, I cannot independently go and buy, you know, like a this property or become a, a selling agent or become a buying agent without a broker. So. Just for the you know consideration, once I I pass my my license, I need to be shopping or, or try to find whose broker that I want to work with. Uh, that will be another story in itself. You know, like it's it's still a long journey. Uh, it's uh, and it's require a lot of time commitment. To become, to become, especially a successful real realtor, eighty percent, eighty percent of realtor in this field, in this field, fail. There's so many, uh, there's so many uh, reason why why most of people uh, people fail. One, I think, um, one of thing is is more like independent. This this job is is. It's very independent. You have you have to control your own time. You have to, you know, uh, and most of real real estate agent they come from uh, em- employee side of mind. You know, as an as an employee, you you are used to someone giving you direction of what to do. So then, when you become a realtor, it's like a a change of mindset. Now you have to. You have more control of what you do, of what you do. If you're not disciplined enough, you may not doing, or uh, doing things that are supposed to make you become successful. 
So those are the reasons that 80% of the wealth fails. And I don't want to be in that 80%. It's a very, very high percentage. So, yeah, just a reminder for me and maybe also a reminder for you things, if these things that you are thinking of doing, you know, please, please consider uh, or research more if this is really what you want to do. For me, I'm, I, I cannot say that this, this is really what I want to do, uh, but... I'm the type of person that's like when I start the journey, I would like to finish it. And this is always happened from my from my past experience. This is when I set up my goal, I've, I will follow it through. So I'm hoping, you know, like I'm hoping for this journey as well. I wish the I wish my end goal. But of course, nothing in life is um, is guaranteed, right? So. I mean, if, if, if this doesn't work, I will be like, you know, I will let you you guys know that it doesn't work. I may have reasons or, or challenges or challenges or anything that it might not work for me. And which is fine. I mean, which is fine. I have control, right? I have control of my life. I, if I really want that bad enough, I make it happen. Alright, so what else did I, uh, in chapter, yeah, I also learned about um, some of the reason why, why, why uh, when you apply for a, when, when you apply uh, to get a license that your application might, uh, might be denied. So, in this chapter is give a list you know all the reason that could be the basis why is your application is denied so for example failure to file the correct application in proper form failure to pay the appropriate fee failure to correct the application within the allotted time period failure to provide a a fingerprint card, failure to take the state exam within two years of application, failure to pass the state examination, be, uh, being investigated and found guilty of violation that would violate the license law, having a poor reputation for fair dealing, evidence of bad character or incompetence in dealing fairly and safely with the public. So those are a few reasons that you can keep in mind if you if you're thinking of doing. I kind of like skip uh, about you know like uh, like the minimum qualification. They they really want you to have these uh, three things before you can apply. If you're 18 years and older. Then, then yes, that is the first requirement. The second, you have to have a high school diploma or its equivalency. Uh, it could be a GED if you don't go, if you don't get your uh, high school diploma, uh, and you go, for example, to the community college and get your GED. 
so that is acceptable and the third one is this is a characteristic requirement you must be honest truthful trustworthy a good character and have a good reputation for fair dealings so they are making sure that all of this um, agent are a good character you know so don't get caught i shouldn't say don't get caught in lying don't lie don't lie for example when you're filling out your application don't lie you know be be truthful um, so that is uh, evidence of honesty uh, in itself because if they find out that you lie in your application process that is the basis of denial all right um i think that's all for this episode i'm sorry if i chat uh, too much with you but um This is good information, right? I hope this is useful for you somehow. It's 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> huh. It's very interesting, right? 40 minutes that I just talk to myself. No, I don't feel that I talk to myself. I imagining, visualizing that I'm talking to all of you. And if you if you make until this final, if you hear this words, you know, feel free to reach out to me. You know, we can change ideas and um, change story or anything um, I don't know you know reach out to me you never know until you take the action okay thank you so much for listening to my podcast um, uh, stay stay healthy stay safe and love yourself if it's not you then who uh, come back to for the next episode uh, for um February 18 um, of the daily uh, of my uh, the my daily historic book thank you so much thanks again I really appreciate if you're listening to my podcast uh, I'll see you thanks bye bye